Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for tuning in today and joining me here. I recognize fully that there are literally thousands of other podcasts and radio shows and other forms of entertainment that could have grabbed your attention today. And the fact that you decided to stop by here is truly a testament to God's amazing goodness. I really can't express how grateful I am to you And I'm hopeful that you will receive something from today's message that makes this time completely worth your while. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, The Road Less Traveled. Over the past couple of months, I have started a new tradition with my oldest relative. My grandma on my mom's side is now almost 92, and she is my only living grandparent. And I am so blessed to not only have her still alive and well, but also living in the same town as me. We used to go out for dinner every month, but as of late, we've started something new. About once a week now, I will hit the Tim Hortons drive-thru. I pick her up her favorite chicken bacon ranch wrap, a honey cruller donut, and a coffee. I head to her place and we sit together and chat as she has her lunch. We usually chat about different things that are going on in both of our lives, but last Sunday, the good Lord guided us in a long conversation that when it was all over, left us both laughing and asking, how on earth did we end up talking about that? You see, my grandma is a woman of great faith, and she has accumulated great wisdom over her almost 92 years of letting Jesus guide her life. And one thing I know for sure is that Jesus used a sweet old lady, a cup of coffee, and an hour on a Sunday afternoon to give me a truly memorable masterclass on how to live fully, faithfully, and without regret. Have you ever wondered why regret is such a painful emotion? The experience of regret alone can be the undoing of many a strong person. In many cases, the things we regret are things that never even occurred. And therefore, one might ask, how is it even possible to experience so much pain from something that never actually happened? Someone on the outside of the situation might ask, how can someone ache with regret for something that didn't occur? How can they feel pain over something that only exists in their mind? There are many theories on this, but could it be as straightforward 
as grieving and bearing the pain of knowing it could have been different. Could one of the heaviest weights that a human ever shoulder is the pain of regret? Knowing you could have had a different outcome, but made the choices that brought you right here to right now. How can we feel so much sorrow, confusion, remorse, and guilt over the what ifs and the if onlys? How many times have you said to yourself that if only you could go back in time, you would do things differently? If only you could talk to that person one more time again. If only you had done that instead. If only you had one more chance. If only you could have known how things would turn out. If only, if only, if only. It leads me to wonder, could the pain of regret be the currency that the enemy uses at the expense of the life that Christ has destined you for. If you knew ahead of time that the cost of your regret would be the greatest price you will ever pay, would you be willing to pay that much? What if you knew that following Jesus through life would be freeing and leave you with zero regret? Could you afford to gamble the future God has for you? Can you afford to make the mistakes that come at the highest cost? Would you choose to follow the path Jesus is willing to guide you on? Or will you choose what the vast majority of people choose, their own path in life, unique to them, but always leading to the exact same end destination, regret? Let's switch gears a bit here. This might seem like a random question, but take a second to think about this. Have you ever thought about what hell must be like? What comes to mind when you envision hell? To be very honest with you, I hadn't given it too much thought myself because I pray to God that I won't be destined to experience it firsthand. Fire and brimstone is what I've always envisioned. However, my grandma gave me a completely new outlook on what hell might look like. One that I had never, ever considered. She said, you know, Sarah, I think that hell is a place of regret. The place you feel all of the regret from your life. Girls, let that sink in for a moment. Hell being a place full of regret. What if she's right? A woman who is in the final chapters of her life here on earth, a woman who has so much to look back and reflect upon. Could it be that simple? Could hell be the place where you feel all the regret for all which you could have done and didn't? Could it be where you experience the weight of the impact you could have made but chose otherwise? Could it be where you truly see clearly how your choices and decisions affected those around you? Could the wide road through hell be paved with the steps you chose to avoid rather than the ones Christ had set out before you? In Matthew chapter 7, verse 13, during his famous Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Go in through the narrow gate. Because the gate to hell is wide and the road that leads to it is easy, and there are many who travel it. But the gate to life is narrow and the way that leads to it is hard, 
and there are few people who find it. In our verse today, we read Jesus's caution, which talks about the gate to hell being wide and the road to it being easy. He also points out that many travel on this road. While it might seem backwards to think that more people are traveling on the road to hell than on the road to life, if you were to look around briefly in our world, can't you see that being exactly the case? How many people are trying to get by day to day with as little effort as possible? How many people are not concerned about how many people they step on and trample over so long as it puts them further ahead? How many people push integrity and righteousness to the side, striving to find the shortcuts and cheat whenever they can? The irony is that the only person they ever end up cheating is themselves. The only shortcut they ever find is the fast pass on the road to hell. It is life we are all after. I wonder if they know the destination they are heading to. You see, we might just think that taking the easy way and doing things on our own or following the crowd, if you will, is harmless. You might not consider, though, where that road leads, because honestly, so long as there are few bumps in the road, do most people even really care where they end up? Do you really even care? While we struggle with this, Jesus truly does care. And through his mercy, love, and grace, he gives us a clear view to where this road leads. He leaves no uncertainty that this freeway of the world ends up leading many to hell. It doesn't lead us to Christ. It's the road that the enemy paves, the one that pulls us further away from God, the one that says, I know I should do something different, but I'm choosing not to because it's easier not to. And could this road also lead us to regret? Could Satan be hoping that we will choose the road that so many others are taking because it leads right to the heavy burden of guilt and shame? If this is the road that you have been traveling on, can I remind you that Jesus offers us another option? There is an exit just ahead that will lead you right to him and the road last traveled. Now, The road less traveled, the narrow road that leads to the narrow gate of life, the gate of redemption, the gate of restoration, the gate of reconciliation, is at first glance not the most appealing option. Jesus openly admits that the gate to life is narrow, it's hard, and not only are there not many people who are on it, he specifically notes that few people even find it. My friends, That sounds intimidating, doesn't it? What if this is a perfect example of the battle between two pains, the pain of self-discipline or the pain of regret? One of them you experience pain and sacrifice over now, and one of them you defer your pain for later. We are living in a buy now, pay later world. So does it surprise you at all that most people are willing to live easy now, even if it costs them heavily down the road. The cost of self-discipline, the cost of discipleship, the cost of surrender is one heck of a bargain when you consider where it will get you to in the end, to life and life to the full with Jesus. 
discipleship is similar to compound interest. You have to invest now. You have to be willing to give up what most people aren't willing to give up in order to have exponential growth and reward in the future. It's not what is normal, but normal in our world is spiritually and emotionally bankrupt. Normal in our world looks like people just barely getting by, desperate to find meaning in all of this, but only finding regret on the busy road paved by the enemy. What if a simple mindset shift allowed you the adventurous spirit needed to embrace a life on the road less traveled with Jesus? What if you knew that no matter where the road leads you, that the end destination will be life and life to the full, eternal life with Christ and without the pain of regret? What if you embraced surrendering to him now so that you can experience true freedom throughout your whole life? What if you were willing to ask him to lead you fully and then trust in where he takes you, trust in his timing and trust that he is aligning everything exactly as needed? He knows the purpose you were created for. He gave it to you. Won't you let him lead you to it? What if you decided that you aren't willing to follow the crowd any longer, that your integrity your righteousness and honor aren't up for grabs? What if the road to life is paved with the steps you decided to take, even though you couldn't see where they were leading you to? What if all the steps to a life that is full of living and void of regret are already laid out and Jesus is simply asking you to once again today be willing to take the next right step in the direction that he is leading you in, even if that step isn't the easy one to take. I want to finish up today with some visualizing. So I want you to close your eyes if you can. I mean, if you're listening to this while driving, please don't wait till you get home to try this activity. But I want you to visualize a freeway, bumper to bumper traffic. Who knows? Maybe you're listening to this in your car in this situation right now. So if that's the case, just look around. Sometimes this freeway is moving so fast, it's frightening. And other times it's moving at a snail's pace with people becoming agitated, honking and cursing. I want you to think about the scenery around you. Smooth roads, but only gray pavement, dull concrete, metal pollution and people all in a hurry to get to different places. Now I want you to envision a winding, narrow path. You are on foot and see only a couple other people way up ahead and a couple other people way behind you. You are moving along steadily, but you pause every little bit to take notice of something beautiful in the scenery or an animal that has stopped alongside of the path to also take notice of you. You're noticing the things around you and they're beautiful. Fresh air is filling your lungs and birds singing are filling your ears and your ever-present travel companion, Jesus, is at your side. This trip isn't going to be easy. You can see the mountains ahead and the stormy skies on the way, but even still, you can't get over the beauty of it all. The awe you have, the fact that you are walking beside your creator in constant communication with him. I wonder which road would you rather be on? 
that wide path or that narrow path? Would you rather be fighting traffic, cruising along, headed nowhere in a hurry, destination regret, destination average, destination unfulfilled? Or would you rather be traveling on the actual path to life, the path that leads to joy, peace, hope, and love, knowing that no matter what is to come ahead, Jesus will be with you and walk alongside you, picking you up when you need to be carried and being ever patient as you stumble along the way. While the masses choose the expressway, I truly hope that you are willing to choose the road less traveled today. So let's pray over this one, my friend. Hey, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us here together to hear this message today, for giving us time to just take this in and to visualize these two different scenes. Lord, thank you for telling us about this narrow path that we can get on, this path that is hard, but this path that leads us to you and to life. Lord, thank you for giving us that option that we can get off this hamster wheel of just going nowhere and feeling all this regret along the way for the choices we didn't make and the decisions we didn't act upon and the opportunities we just sat back and watched go by, Lord. That is not how we are meant to live. That is not what you envisioned for us when you created us. So help us to get ourselves off of that expressway of regret today and just get onto the narrow path with you, Lord. Help show us the way there. Help show us the next step we need to take that will bring us closer to that path with you. Lord, we look forward to just walking with you today, to having you stir our hearts to know what choices to make, what action to take, where to be so that we can get closer to you and to the destination and the destiny that you have designed us for. Lord, we know that you are such a good guide, such a good father. And we ask that you just pull us in tight today and help us to stay near as you walk us along the narrow path. Lord, we ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I will be back here again next Tuesday. It will be our last Tuesday in March if you are tuning in on schedule, and I hope you will join me here for that. I wish you all of God's blessings today from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 